I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Brendan Doherty on the line, and he's managing partner over at Kingdom Group. Brendan, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Kingdom Group and how you're helping your clients. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? Um, I started out uh, in a pretty small town, actually, up in the Northeast, and it was an environment where, right on the coastline of Massachusetts, and growing up, a lot of my friends were commercial fishermen, and so what you had was you had this incredible ocean that we all lived on that was both an economic engine and livelihood for our community. You know, a lot of my friends are third or fourth generational fishermen, and at the same time, the ocean was this incredible resource that we all felt drawn to that we all wanted to conserve and protect and so I start there because in many ways I didn't know it at the time you know I was just young and 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 growing up there but it really framed for me my outlook on the world which is to say business resources all of these things can be looked at and designed in ways that both can create economics for our communities and can be something that's worthy of impact and of conservation. So that was the starting point for me. But, you know, throughout my career, I've done a lot of uh, of reinventing. I've worked in the nonprofit sector uh, in places like Nepal and Myanmar and Turkey. Um, I've worked in the, in the public sector in, under both Obama and also under Bush, too. And then now in this third act, I've really dove deep into the private sector and do it in ways that, again, how I started, that really just help align capital with values, help align business and P&Ls with some deeper challenge in the world. And that really is what's delivered me to today. Man, what an amazing story. I love it. And uh, go from going from, you know, your, your hometown to obviously traveling internationally and doing both, you know, business work and service work, and now what you're doing today, which we're going to get more into, um, I, I love it. It's just a great story. Um, that being said, you know, there is some, uh, you know, there's some younger entrepreneurs that haven't gone through quite as many of those pivots or had that much um, in, in terms of those uh, different experiences at this point. Maybe they're just graduating college and they're kind of trying to find their way in this new workplace. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that, let's just say that younger Brendan that was just getting started all over again, if you could go back and have a conversation with them? Yeah, man, so many things. Uh, one would be um, you're not going to get it right the first, well, not even that. Uh, you're, you're not going to figure it all out. So a lot of what I found is really just putting yourself into a position and immersing yourself in an experience. And that may be as varied as a dishwasher in your local restaurant like me or, you know, working for the UN in Tanzania, you know, which I also did. The idea is that, you know, part of, I think, exploring what might ignite you is putting yourself into different circumstances. I also think that we all have chapters in us um, and don't feel like what you choose today has to be what you choose in five or ten years. I think 
part of the trap that many of us fall in is that we think because we've been doing something for five years or longer that that's who we are only. And 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 the way I look at it is that there's seasons in life. Um, there's certainly seasons in the world. And I think if we can dream beyond where we stand at the moment, there's there's so much out there that we could jump into if we just didn't feel beholden by the identity we are today. And that's not an easy loop. That's not an easy transition. You know, when I jumped from the Obama administration to start my own experiential marketing agency, I had a lot of fear around that. I had a lot of hesitation around that. Um, you know, I would wonder out loud why I was leaving an incredibly stable, high-profile, you know, position in an administration that I, um, you know, felt behind. And But I, I knew that there was something deeper that I wanted to fulfill. And so when I jumped and when I left, I actually didn't even know what I was leaping to next, but I was really crisp on whatever that thing that I was going to go into, what it should look like. And and for me, this will be the last thing I end on. You know, I feel like it's really useful and valuable for anyone who's contemplating a transition of some kind to not necessarily say, hey, this is exactly what I want to do next. Look, if you know, amazing. If you don't, what I encourage people to do is to just really create three or four guideposts that help you make the choices that come before you. So you, you remain open to the form, but you become much more clear on the values and on the the, the motivations behind that. So if, let's say I wanted to be more creative. I could be a playwright. I could work in an ad agency. I could be a teacher in a school. You know, there's lots of different formats that creativity can take. So be open to the form and be more concerned about what are the values and the passions that underlie it. That's awesome. Um, Brendan, I want to switch it up a bit. Let's get into what you're doing. I know there's two parts to what you're doing. So you have Kingdom Group and, of course, uh, Big and Chewy. Let's start with uh, Kingdom Group. Tell us a little bit more about that company, please. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I wear a lot of hats, and I think a lot of folks feel that today. I think sometimes, you know, I, I, it can be tricky to feel like I have enough bandwidth and enough sort of attention and discipline when you're when I've you know got three or four projects on the table. So I think, you know, my career path and what I'm doing today can both be like an example of how to how to balance that, but also it can be a lesson in how to try to figure out ways to be, you know, focused and disciplined for yourself. So I think that's a lot of what any projects take. So the Kingdom Group, uh, I'm really excited about it. It's basically combining real estate, the built environment, the communities we live in, with a for-profit model that really tries to transform and revitalize communities in a way that benefits them. So it's not just real estate as an extraction tool or real estate as a uh, investor developer tool only. It's about how do you create real estate developments, let's say in a city center, uh, that both create the kinds of returns and the kinds of um, growth that you know real estate investment needs, but really is responsive to whatever those needs are of the community itself. Let me give you an example. Um, my two business partners in Kingdom Group uh, both grew up in what are today known as opportunity zones. Uh, opportunity zones are are, are uh, real estate parcels that were designated by governors across all 50 states as meeting certain low-income requirements. So meaning they're they're often places in our communities that don't receive much investment dollars, that don't 
get the kind of revitalization that they need. So opportunity zones were created as a way to try to draw in outside capital to then benefit the community in other ways. A lot of the investors in that space have not done that. The capital has come in, but they've seen no benefit to the community. What we're trying to do and what we're doing differently, I think, and why we're as a group getting a lot of media attention is that, one, um, one of our partners is a uh, just-retired Tennessee Titan linebacker, Derek Morgan. So he had a nine-year career with the Tennessee Titans. All throughout that career, learned to be an impact investor, which is what I would consider myself as well. But two, when he retired and the three of us formed Kingdom Group, we've really focused on doing this kind of, uh, you know, impact-driven real estate. And so in Coatesville, for instance, which is a city outside of Philly, we've uh, we've put under purchase agreement about 25 acres, and we have a whole revitalization plan to bring what is essentially the poorest city in the richest county of Pennsylvania to help revitalize that community. And so next week we'll be there on the ground meeting with a lot of the community organizations to to really help understand what they see their needs are in that community and how we might fill that as developers. And that's the kind of stuff that we're looking to do in Atlanta, where I live, in Birmingham, in Austin, in Nashville, and in all these all these cities I consider um, underestimated cities. And that's awesome. Um, let's. Uh, I want to get a little bit more into what you're doing over at Big and Chewy too. So tell us a little bit more about that one, Jill. I know you you have that going. Yeah. So the Big and Chewy is, you know, one. It sounds like a chocolate. Oh, I like the way, I like the way you say that. Time. First of all, you, uh, you said the Big and Chewy. I like it. So uh, I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. Tell me about the Big and Chewy. I like it. <laughs> yeah. You know. One of the, I think one piece of how I just approach both life and work is with a with, with playfulness. And I think, you know, particularly when you're trying to do really meaningful work, it can sometimes feel over earnest or a burnout or, you know, kind of all the things that, uh, that can weigh on us when we're trying to do what we feel like is right. In any of our endeavors, there can, there can be a, way, a real weight to that. And so Big and Chewy in the name is just one, a, a way to like, be a little bit more light and playful in, in everything we do, including naming our companies. And it always like piques people's interest. And the other piece of it though, that really is uh, very intentional is big and chewy for me is really a, a mission statement. Um, you know, it, 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 it's about, so it's a consulting group formally, and, but, but the big and chewy moniker, it's about, I want to only work with other folks who are solving the biggest, chewiest problems out there and help them do it more efficiently, more profitably at scale. And so it became this way for me to figure out, you know, how to say no to certain clients or how to say yes to others and what projects to choose. Does it fit this big and chewy filter? And so I use that as a way to consult with everything from big foundations to, um, you know, billion-dollar privately-owned companies to tech startups, and it really involves everything from, you know, business strategy to uh, business development, capital raising, and then just more broadly around sales and consulting. So it's been a it's been a way that I get to satiate my desire to do lots of different kinds of projects. That's awesome. So Brendan, if somebody's listening to this and uh, and they want to learn more either about uh, Big and Chewy or Kingdom Group um, or just catch up with you, what's the best way for them to reach out and get that info? Yeah, well, you can start with just my own website, which is my name, um, Brendan H. Doherty, and it's B-R-E-N-D-A-N, 
H, and then the last name Doherty, which is D-O-H-E-R-T-Y.com. Um, so there I've got kind of everything on it. And then uh, on all the socials, it's B-H Doherty for the, for the handle. And then um, Kingdom Group, just Google Kingdom Group, and you'll pull up all sorts of stuff from articles in the New York Times and in Forbes magazine to uh, a special on CBS that aired during the Thanksgiving Day uh, Buffalo Bills and Cowboys game and um, lots of good content and media coverage on that as well. So just have fun and hit us up. We're really looking to always for mission aligned partners across everything from community to investment to brand and storytelling. You know, we're just, we, we see that the way ahead for us is uh, is joint ventures across the board. And so we're always open to cool new opportunities with great people. That's awesome. So, uh, Brendan, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing at both Kingdom Group and Big and Chewy. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store, uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, uh, Brendan, thanks again for coming on. Thank you.